This is a topic-based podcast, so each episode we're going to tackle a different issue facing board games, the people who play them, and their industry. Our topic for today? The Essen Spiel Aftermath. Hello, we're back again for another episode. How are you, Antoinette? I'm good, thank you. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Tabletop Inquisition Podcast. Yes. Um, we're still going. I, lo- I love that we keep making more episodes. This has been yeah. a very fun venture altogether, hasn't it? I think so. I think we're still going. Episode 12, I think it is. And oh. um, I think we've got quite a few interesting things lined up. Absolutely. Uh, talking about the games we played as usual. Then we're going to talk about Essen Spiel, but more to uh, that later i think oh yeah we will have a whole little segment dedicated to our adventures that's fantastic um, you know what we must be a real podcast now then does that make a i don't know it, I all, think so. all of it seems very um unreal <laughs> <laughs> well apparently people listen to us <laughs> um, apparently yeah apparently uh thank you emma wherever you are for your five-star review <laughs> that was <Yes>. wonderful <laughs> <laughs> I was a good a good booster egos. So, what have you been up to lately, Oliver? How have things been with you? Yes, I've done quite a few things. Uh, you know, people who followed me on Twitter probably seen that I've now broken through the hundred YouTube subscriber mark. Yay! Yay! So I've got a custom YouTube URL, um, which is quite quite nice. Well deserved. Other than that, been been busy doing um, you know the usual sort of blog articles and mm-hmm. reviews. I've actually been sent a an official review copy, Subterra Two. Ooh. By ITB Board Games. So, you know, it actually says on the box, I was saying to my family, look, look, it says review copy here. I've got an official review copy. I don't have to buy games myself all the time. (laughs) That was quite exciting. And then other than, yeah, we've been starting to play games in the group and, um, you know, got our games nights going, which is quite Mm -hmm. nice. Um, Got used to playing Tapestry quite a bit now. Um, Mm -hmm. To mixed reviews, I think, from from the group. Oh, really? Oh, I'm looking forward to hearing about that. that. Yeah, I mean... I think it's one of those games that, you know, if, if it's your play style, you'll get along with it really quickly. And I think there's one of, of us in the group who, it's not quite their game, but they want to carry on playing it because I think it's one of those things, you you know, you know, sometimes you have a game that, you know, you just need to keep playing and trying different strategies and eventually mm-hmm. you crack it. So I think we all enjoy it. It's one of those, I was going to say lighter games. It isn't. It takes quite a while to play, but it is yeah. actually relatively easy to make your decisions. There's not a lot of decisions you do on your turn and things so that was oh, quite exciting interesting. how about you, you though what have you been up to what have i been up to i'm so i'm gonna ask you about tapestry first now while the question comes in <laughs> okay my head. yeah go on. <laughs> i don't know like, do you feel that there's a pressure on you to enjoy it because it's such a hyped game um and so many people kind of like it that you feel like oh i should give it more tries than i might have if it was a different game no i don't think so i try and avoid the hype i mean i I think more the pressure is having spent a fair amount of money on the game yes. normally. You know, if, if, if you if you pay that much, you do want to make sure it's the right game. But for me, I always try and make sure that if I do buy a game, especially if there's quite a lot of money behind it, that, that I know enough about it that it'll be right. And, and the problem, I think, with Tapestry is that it's been probably um, advertised slightly incorrectly. I mean, people were expecting a civilization game and it, to me it isn't. It's more of an engine building, action selection type game. There's, mm-hmm. you know, there is a civilization and, and you're expanding on a map, but it's it's not really that. It's it's more of a yeah, action selection, a uh, bit of resource management, but mm-hmm. actually quite a light game. As I say, you do take huh. only a few uh, decisions. Um, and so, no, I, th- I think it's, it's just a game. I got into it really quickly and doing quite well. And I think, as I say, it's just just him because the three of us um you know we seem to enjoy it very much and and he just hasn't quite worked out how to play it but you get that with games sometimes Mm. i think it's one of those things i I used to have it with scythe i just 
couldn't work out how to win whereas oh. the others in the games group you know yeah. did really well so i kept mm -hmm. playing it it was one of the things game you know i was really frustrated yes. afterwards yeah but then wanted to play it again to try a different strategy and eventually you crack it so i think it's ah. it's more that i don't think it's to do with nice. the hype so much oh, that's cool i love that you had the same problem with side yeah. that i did which was everyone else seemed to be <laughs> knowing what they were doing and i didn't and yeah. the only way i got better at side uh was from the rise of fenris expansion because you have to play 10 games it's like a campaign right and by having yeah, to yeah. play 10 games aside back to back i got i actually like developed a strategy and learned how to play <laughs> it was probably one of the one of the best experiences i've ever had with a game and i really wish it was something more expansions did which is play with the game you already know in slightly different ways repeat repeatedly so you learn yeah. more things about it i just thought it was so clever and it, that, that's how i how i got into side correctly um i was very i was yeah. i was very downtrodden about side before i figured out a couple <laughs> of things um so i i totally feel you you know when sometimes a game just doesn't click and you're like i'm doing all the things but yeah. none of it's working <laughs> yeah it does happen with games and i think it's generally important that we do play games more often i think people like ourselves you know we, we have the pressure of playing the next game the next game and the yes. next game just to you know keep on top of things <laughs> mm. and it's it's i think it's so important to make time for a game and really really play it you yeah. know to its end so to, so to speak you know you mm -hmm. keep playing it until until you actually get bored with it yes. but there's so much so many games we can explore so many different things and tapestry is another one where mm. there's so many civilizations and there's different ways of combining you know the, the different uh, capital cities and and different strategies you can try and yeah. you know different um, you know the, the the science tracks and different tracks around the board that you can try and i think it creates so much variation that it's mm. important to try to try out it again and again and yeah. then eventually exactly. as i say you know hopefully it'll click and you suddenly mm -hmm. you know get it right and it works for you but i mean yeah. it's, as i say it's true with many games you know mm. you just need to just you know keep playing them and enjoying them and, yeah. and, and see what's what else is there to discover so exactly I, I think um, people are so caught up in kind of what their initial game experiences are like that they forget that often a game will have more to offer with more replays um, especially in a world yeah. where you know there's new games coming out all of the time and there's always kind of a bit of pressure yeah. to try the next <laughs> new thing um, yeah you and I live that life um, <laughs> um, and you yeah. forget that you know sometimes you know sitting down and playing the same game multiple times can be just as rewarding so yeah, i and I, I speak about this as a, a lady who has a whole bunch of games in her collection she's only played once <laughs> 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 i i'm not good at this but i'm hoping i'm hoping to improve because i think it's so satisfying when you do get to delve into a game a bit more and you discover new strategies and it just yeah. keeps offering up new things every time you play it and there are a lot of really good games that do that i actually i think that might be my definition of good game <laughs> don't, don't you find playing with your husband that you maybe have a couple of games you really enjoy and, and you keep playing that because i, I do that mm -hmm. with my wife you know i've talked yeah. about wingspan before there's certain games we we just click and we just want to keep playing don't you have sort of like favorite games with the husband <laughs> that you play um there's very few there's very few we have a shelf of it three or four games that we would call like the perennial games the game that you would take out at any time and yeah. play at any time and they always stand the test of time but the truth is i always have something new i need to play between review copies or um games yeah, that have just yeah. arrived i do a lot of trading and things like that and it means that i always feel like i want to i hate leaving games in shrink wrap or games unplayed so i will always find i want to play it at least once so i know what the game's about or i know how many more times i'm going to have to play this or you know or you just to get a feel for it so i i end up playing a lot of things once now i'm getting i'm getting a lot yeah. better at that to be very fair and i've recently cut about i don't know 30 games out of my collection um to narrow them all down because the, the truth is you just 
I don't know, it, maybe this happens with everybody, but I think there's a like a, a phase you go through when you start collecting board games. And it's, you kind of, you want to try everything. You want to see what people are talking about. Yeah. You know, someone mentions an older game, yeah. you're like, oh, I want to try that. Or, and if you find yourself gathering up these games, not because you want to buy games, but because you want the experiences. So you want to know what's this one yeah. like or yeah. what's this one about. And so I went through a phase of like gathering all the things I really wanted to try. And I finally got to the, the end of it. <laughs> and uh, I... <laughs> Because <laughs> it's got, it's, you know, it's it's coming towards Christmas now, and I was looking. I was like, is there any games we want to get for Christmas? And I'm actually at the point where yeah, there's yeah. nothing left. I got to try all the old things I wanted and things like that, and it also meant then there was a lot of games that didn't make the cut because. When you play, when you have like a collection um, and you've only so much space, new games have to be really good to be able to replace an old game you already had. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, the in yeah, and out yeah. kind of thing. So I just, I have a lot of really good games that just weren't great that I didn't feel like I would play this mm. over this. So I just, I cleared them out. Um, it's a weird feeling, good, I'm not going to yeah. lie, but it's it's kind of nice to be at the <laughs> other side because this scramble of trying to go, oh, I really want to play Orleans next or I'd love to try Marco Polo or whatever yeah. it is. Um, and they don't have to be new things. Um, at some point, you just you just got to stop and it's like, I think, I think I've, I just hit the wall. I'm like, right, I'm here. Th- yeah, these yeah, are the yeah. games I'm going to play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm very, so- I'm very satisfied with the outcome actually, but um. I, I'm not going to necessarily say it's not a good idea to go and try out things um, and get games just to see what they're like. But there's a point where it's just yeah. going to collapse in upon itself. but it's but it's it's been a really crazy year for me in the kind of the amount of games i've played um and it's nice to kind of just settle down especially coming up to like a new year and have everything narrowed down and have a collection that i can actually enjoy a bit more um that was me talking a lot about my collection but i I know you're on a much kind of (laughs) you're on a much kind of stricter space limitation than i am yeah (laughs) so it's got to be harder for you to get things in and out (laughs) (laughs) well i've I've started expanding under the sofa so yay (laughs) Given you know we're talking about people starting you know getting going through a phase where they just collect games and I, I probably mm. am at that point in a way because mm. I've I've backed so many kickstarters as I say <laughs> beginning of this year maybe even end of last year and they're now starting to arrive so I've got mm. you know today I've got the delivery of um, on the underground oh, that uh, looks so good. Berlin I got the Macha still to be delivered yeah. I had have a um, prototype or sort of new new production copy of Magnate mm-hmm. and there's you know it had the Subterra review to do and, and all mm-hmm. those sort of things and suddenly you've got like four or five games arriving yes. okay some of them obviously are just for reviewing mostly mm-hmm. and, and the others are more for my collection but yeah. still uh, I've now tried to catch up and, and trying to get rid of games so mm. I mean one game I've actually um, passed on to a friend so it's still going to be played so he's mm-hmm. he's in the games group um but he wanted it anyway and um you know mm-hmm. so that's one way of getting rid of stuff but i have to admit yes the the cupboard is overflowing and <laughs> yes. things are now under the sofa and even the yeah. sofa is filling up so <laughs> i said to my wife we need to need a bigger sofa to <laughs> put them under that's fantastic <laughs> but i'm hoping again i'm hoping that's going to be one of the things that we we start playing those games mm-hmm. and sometimes you know what it's like you you play the game and and you know you thought it's going to be really good uh, yeah. and and mm-hmm. i say a couple of games i did were more for nostalgia like the, on, on the underground and yeah. the the macha mm-hmm. you know you might play them and think oh it's going to be really lovely but when you play them maybe they're not right for you i don't know yeah. i mean i hope it's not the case yeah, um, and then hopefully i can move them on but mm-hmm. you know uh, at the same time if they're not you know i have to see what else we haven't played for a while yeah. and, and then get rid mm-hmm. of those games so yeah. Yeah, it is it is hard but <laughs> you know you have to you know you get i think you get sort of these up and downs and you get a 
lots of games delivered because that's the time of year when, when <sighs> things happen mm-hmm. and then the rest of the year it's quiet so i'm hoping to be able to spread some of that out as well so <laughs> we'll see how it goes yeah i think there was just something about coming back from spiel and i don't feel like i got i bought a ton of games like we didn't go crazy but i did come back with a lot of games and there just wasn't space and i just sat there yeah. and going how many of these you know would i miss if they weren't here tomorrow you know i it was fun to play them while they were here and i tried them out but you know i uh, <laughs> you just gotta make that decision i think at some point at that or yeah, you know yeah. put up more shelves <laughs> Which, whichever exactly, comes yeah. first whichever i didn't have room for more shelves i had to i had to cut i had to cut down um but yeah it's a, it's it's you know i think it's part of being a board gamer and being a collector isn't it um this kind of yeah. whole curating your collection to make it more you and yeah. a part of that yeah. is that you're going to have to get rid of some things and you are going to acquire new things and that's not a bad thing. No, exactly. I, I don't yeah. think we can un- hang on to everything. Some people do have hundreds and hundreds of <laughs> games and they never get rid of them, mm. which is great if they, if they can do that. But at the same time, you know, you do wonder, do you actually play this game? Mm. And, you know, I get sometimes it is the sort of thing of, you know, I probably will never play this game, but it's, it's the sort of remembering when you did play it at the <laughs> yes. time, how wonderful it was. It's sort of the more the memories and yes. you think, okay, mm-hmm. you know, like, like some sort of special thing you just keep for as a keepsake a more talisman. than anything. Yes. Um, and I get that as well. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. you just hang on to the game, even though you know you'll never play never it again, but it's just, it. there's some memories there, something, something. I love, yeah. yeah, I love that. So, I yeah. Have, yeah, it is tough. That's <laughs> so funny. I have a German copy of Settlers of Catan that my husband got in Germany for super right, cheap yeah. back in Deutschmarks in the day when, you know, Germany has all the board games for Yay. cheap compared to here. <laughs> and we're never going to play Settlers of Catan again. There's no doubt about it. Um, but it's still here on the shelf no, because no. it's the oldest It's the oldest game we have and it would have been the first yeah. board game. And of course, it's in German, so it's infinitely nice, yeah. better. <laughs> that was an interesting side of junk we had wasn't it <laughs> talking about talking about collections <laughs> no it's, it's nice to talk about these things i think mm. I'm, I'm i'm hoping that people listening to this will get some ideas from you know from us as well and, and see that mm. it's not just them who you know struggle with these things yeah. and uh, you know mm-hmm. there, there's something maybe that you know if, if, if someone else has an idea of what we could do and maybe some suggestions <laughs> of how they deal with their influx of games yes um you know please mm-hmm. share with with like to hear yeah it's um, always great to did see. you want to carry on maybe then talking about the actual games we did play recently <laughs> sure and, um, <laughs> why not before we launch into anything else <laughs> oh yeah, yeah but exactly um <laughs> games we played recently so i've been well i've been playing a lot of games and i've been playing them once because i'm really good at that yeah um, but um one that's really stood out to me is one i picked up in essen and to be fair i noticed it when it came out last year at essen but i never got a copy so i waited a whole year and it was well worth the wait right and this is a pleasant journey to Nico, and it's from the Wood Games. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and this is is I think what caught what caught me is the theme. This is the weirdest theme I've ever heard of for a board game. Um, and the idea is that you're traveling to the Antarctic to see penguins. And you want to see as many penguins Aww. as possible. And you set up like a shipping lane for your ship. And you, you want to be as ecologically sensitive as possible. So you get to see as many penguins without disturbing their environment. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it sounds nice. it sounds a little odd. Maybe it is. But um, the game itself is... No, penguins are perfect. <laughs> I love penguins. I do too. They're so cute. But you're like, you're building all these factories and things to help your ship 
ship get further towards the Antarctic so you can see more penguins. Uh, and right. it's it's basically a, a dice management game and a tableau builder. So, you know, you, you create basically little rows of cards yeah. for your ships to travel down and you use the dice to move your ships or to catch fish or to get oil or whatever it is you might need. Um, and right. it's this beautiful yeah. game. And when I, it's been a while actually since I've enjoyed a dice game. I went through a phase where I had like six or seven dice games and then I narrowed them all down and I got rid of those. I kind of got fed up with them and I was worried that this one wouldn't be particularly different. And it's super, super smart. I love the way you get to use your dice and can turn them into different things. And you can do like, and there's a whole series of free actions you can do in your turn. So you can turn one dice into like five different actions and combo things together. Oh, right. And it's beautiful yeah. and incredibly quick. You only play for four rounds. Okay. And it's, there's, I don't know, there's something about it that's just really special. It really surprised me. I thought it was going to be maybe okay and be just this really cute game, but I've absolutely fallen in love with it. It's probably one of my top games for the year. Um, so oh, yeah, brilliant. so that's a pleasant yeah. journey to Nico. Um, super cool. And it's got adorable penguins. <laughs> <laughs> Penguins always a winner. <laughs> so, what about you? What have you been getting to your table other than tapestry? You must have had a whole bunch of games. Yeah, um, I want to talk about maybe a little surprise uh, that um, it's, it's an older game. It's mm, Eight Minute yeah. Empire Legends, yeah. and mm-hmm. I only played that. Um, well, I introduced it to the group. It's one of those things. Normally, in our group, we have the rule that if you bring a game, you should know the rules and maybe sort of played it at least by yourself a bit so you know know how it works yeah and i broke that rule because i thought this is a quite an easy game so literally set it up got other rules went through it the first game was a bit confusing um but we were getting into it and then the second game and then we played i think a couple more times it's one of those games which is really quick i mean it says eight minute empire you do play it into i guess it's more like eight minutes per player than actual eight minutes in total but really you have a sort of um, modular map of the four tiles basically on each tile is usually an island or maybe sometimes several islands uh, and then some islands are divided into regions and you start with a set of cubes which represent your armies in one of these regions and then you have basically a a, uh, a list of cards, six cards in front of you um, that people can draw from. Each card then has an action on it at the bottom that you sort of carry out. And at the top is usually some sort of benefit or bonus that you keep, you know, over your game. So you, you're building up sort of the strength and things like that. Um, and these actions are literally just a matter of either moving your cubes along so you can spread out and hopefully conquer more regions and islands or you add more cubes to the maps and basically um, add to the areas that you're already present you can also build uh, what they call i think it's a city in the game which is a different type of token and which also counts towards your strength but obviously cities don't move and they cannot be destroyed as well and which is the last action you can actually destroy other people's cubes and take them from the map as well and that's pretty much it and then as i said at the top some of these cards and have you know basically buff your uh, movement actions or your uh, adding your troops actions and things like that and literally after eight to 11 rounds depending on players i think it is the game's over and whoever basically has the most cubes in a region gets a point for that region whoever controls the most regions on an island gets a point for that and then there's a bonus points some of the cards that you get have bonus points for you know sort of a set collection thing there as well and the scores you know there can be something like 12 points 11 points 10 points 9 points so they're really tied between players you know even the first and last mm. player the difference you know could be a couple of points and it's it's really quick to play really simple because literally you just need to look at the cards and say okay here are the six cards 
I want to do a movement action. Okay, where is it? Do I have money to buy that card? So there's there's sort of also thinking about you know do you save your money towards the end of the game so you can buy cards when you need them, or do you spend the money now because you really want to do a certain action? And it's really simple, but it's it's you know every time we play it, it's always slightly different strategies. So at one point, someone just basically didn't spread out at all, so, you know, stayed quite close together and just had a big presence in, in a couple of regions and, you know, got a few points for that. Other time, people were just trying to spread and move further along and, and get away from everyone else and sort of establish their own colonies. And it just, well, it's a relatively small box that comes in. Very few rules. It's it's really surprising how much strategy and fun you get out of it. So that's a game we'll probably get out. And it's it's sort of game you want to probably play towards the end of the evening if you've played a heavier game maybe just to finish off you know with a round of Edmund Empire and yeah Red Raven games again you know illustrations are gorgeous as well you know Ryan Lockett does yeah. the usual stuff mm -hmm. um, so yeah I really enjoyed playing that it's a big surprise mm -hmm. so glad I bought That's that <laughs> it's fair I think there's nothing better than when you get a lot of game in a little box or with little instructions I think they're the best type of yeah, games yeah. where there's so much to them without having to be you know have a whole bunch of mechanics or whatever to exactly to yeah. get you to enjoy the game I think those are always fantastic when you find them so that sounds like a good a good find mm -hmm. yeah definitely it's, it's yeah it's great fun and no, really enjoyed that so um, what, else, yeah. what I'm trying to think what else have we played because it's been a lot of things so it's hard to pick stuff out but yeah, I will I <laughs> yeah it's hard to pick things out because i'm like you're all so deserving but i've only so much time um so i'll go actually with foothills so this is a game from tony boydell yeah. who you might know from games such as snowdonia yeah yeah and foothills is super super smart it's like it's a card game version of snowdonia Okay. But it does some very smart things. So it's basically in Snowdonia is a, a train game where there's a railroad and you clear rubble around the board to kind of progress along. Okay. And in Foothills, it's the still the same train tracks, except they're set up with cards and there is rubble. But what you have is you have a set of cards that'll do particular actions. And when you use them, you flip them over and they do something different on the other side. Ah, uh, okay. And then when you use the other side, you flip them back to the start again. So it's really fun trying to right. combo the cards together um, and you can upgrade some of them too so they'll do something slightly different and it's just there's loads of super clever little things going on in it for such kind of a, a small game there's a, a it's a big feel to it it feels like a really big game yeah, yeah. and it does feel like Snowdonia but I think I, I almost might prefer it I'm not sure yet I need to, to play some more <laughs> but I just this idea of this huge game is just hearing these little cards and you're trying to figure out what way you want to do things next and it's all very visual and very pretty and I think it's really reasonably priced that was the other thing I thought okay. about Foothills was it was a really good price for such a kind of a big small game um, so yes yeah. That's Foothills. Yeah, yeah. I really, I really enjoyed it. It blew me away. I was, I was expecting it just to be, I don't know, and and, and very similar yeah, to Snowdonia yeah. just happened to be on cards and it's doing its its own thing all by itself. So super good. I love cards that have sort of multifunction, but this is really mm -hmm. clever that you flip it over, you get the other action, but and then yeah. you flip it back again. So you do have to think, right? Okay, mm -hmm. if I do this, then next time I can't do that, but I can do the other thing. Yes. Do I need it that <laughs> turn? And then you. Obviously, you have several cards in front of you as well, so you have to really work out which action you do in what order. And that, that's clever. I like yeah, that. I it's really like very that smart. Yeah, it was very. It was. It was a really nice kind of surprise to open it up and have it be like that. I was like, this is so clever. I. I don't know. I'm yeah. a sucker for games that seem that do something a little different or that, that to me feels smart. I'm like, God, game that was really smart. You're making me do that. <laughs> I was like, that's a yeah. great idea. Um. So yes, that was really, really, really fun. 
app. Yeah, mm -hmm. but for me, um, the other game that also was quite a surprise in a way is Subterra 2. Oh, cool. By ITB Board Games, which I played with my wife quite a bit, and she really enjoyed it. So Subterra 2 oh. is a cooperative game, and you know I'm an alpha gamer, even though I'm improving. <laughs> <laughs> and I must say, I've done very well. I did not suggest things un unless asked oh. and things like that. So I did all the things that, um, you know, I'm supposed to be doing. But anyway, going back oh, to the God. game, Subterra 2 is sort of the successor to Subterra, but actually a completely independent game. So it's not an expansion or anything like that. So you don't have to have to play the other mm -hmm. game to know it. And really, the theme of it is think Indiana Jones. You're so basically going into a cave and you're trying to find an artifact and you're trying to get out. But instead of just being one adventurer, you know, Indiana Jones, you're all these explorers together. So they're, you know, in a two-player game, you play two characters each, but you can play it, I think, two to six players or something like that. And... Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's also sort of a certain amount of turns you have, so there's a bit of a timer going. But basically, on your turn, there's a certain number of actions, but most of the time you draw a tile from a bag and then place it in front of you to expand the tunnel. And there could be just more tunnel, or it could be a trap, or it could be something else. There's also um, then decisions whether, because there's only so much time you have, the choice between the actions is either just draw a tile and, and place it, or you can actually before you draw the tile, decide to actually straight move on to it to basically save time. So you do like a move and explore action all in one go. But the danger, obviously, that is if, if there's a trap that you're moving on to, things might, you know, go wrong and you might get injured. And you're also moving along, drawing tiles, and there's sort of the usual sort of corners and T-junctions and, and things like that. And then you, every time you've taken a turn with the Explorer, you roll a die as well to then decide whether something bad happens or not. So the, the threat die, I think it's called, which is a bit annoying that every time I have to remember to roll the die, but it also creates this randomness, um, which is quite exciting. So you might have just moved onto a trap and you roll the die and think, oh, you're going to you know, get injured, but no, you've, you're fine. And you basically keep doing that until all the tiles have been drawn and placed. And then you basically reveal the sort of the, I don't know, there's like an inner temple inside the volcano that you're entering. I didn't say that, I think. It's a volcano. It's not just <laughs> caverns. You're actually going inside a volcano. So it's quite dangerous. Uh -huh. um, mm. And also on your way, have to collect tokens that are keys and everyone has to bring each a key to that place. And then that unlocks the artifact. And then one of you has to take the artifact and basically bring it out. But at that point, the danger of the volcano erupting is, is very high. So every time you now roll a die, if you roll a certain thing, the volcano starts erupting. And what I think about that game is, is really amazing is you turn the tiles over and on the back is basically the same tunnel, but filled with lava. And it just looks amazing. Uh, it's a really <laughs> simple design decision to do that. And it looks so amazing on, on the map as well, on the table when you look at it. And, mm -hmm. and as it expands, you know, the lava actually fills more and more tunnels really quickly. And you get that sense of, all right, we have to get out of here. Otherwise, we get, you know, get <laughs> grilled alive. And it's, it's just, it's really, you know, silly, really. But you get really get the excitement of this. Oh, God, you know, what we're going to do? We're running out of time. Where are you going to move? People start to sacrifice themselves to save the others. There's also then these guardians, these other characters that are basically trying to attack you and things like that. And, and the other clever thing I thought was great, you know, you know, like in Jana Jones, um, you know, they you, you have a trap and it gets triggered and, you know, Indy is fine on the way out. Here, actually, those traps are still there on the way out as well. So you might, you know, be already low on, on health, but now you have to go past these traps again. And it's just, yeah, it's absolutely amazing. I say quite simple action selection thing you know you just choose whether you want to draw a tile or want to move or do other things and each you know explorer has a certain ability as well that they can do 
but really straightforward and really fun as i say it's just so simple and it looks so stunning and it does create this sort of excitement of all oh, right we have to do it in time and <laughs> my wife kept oh, wanted to play it all the time so you know we kept playing That's it brilliant. you know a few times one evening and it's really good really enjoyed that so yeah that was subterra yeah it sounds like a game that could do with a soundtrack you know if you're in a hurry to yeah, get out you yeah. need some like upbeat music it's like we're running out of time the clock's ticking down uh that's fantastic exactly, yeah, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm also glad to hear that you are a reformed alpha gamer <laughs> so that you can yeah. play cooperative <laughs> games happily <laughs> that was the same really good i didn't you know i said to my wife I said so what shall i do i said well you decide here are the actions you can do shall i go there or there i, I don't really mind you know <laughs> And Good then, on you, know, that must have been just, hard. The thing is with, with this game as well, because there's so many, so much randomness happening, you know, that depending on the mm. tiles you draw, depending on what you roll with the dice, you can't really predict what's mm. going to happen. So there is very little strategy involved. It's really just more tactics. You know, this happens, so we have to act on it. You know, you basically mm. respond to what's happening in front of you, which, oh, you know, again, it adds to the excitement, the sort of Indiana Jones it's feeling of, okay, what's going to happen cool. when he turns the corner? Mm. Is there going to be... You know some sort of arrow traps or what's mm. going to happen so it's it's quite yeah, exciting definitely cool. definitely cool. highly recommend it hey, i'm going to throw out one more game so we have an equal number a piece that we have three a piece uh, because i was debating between okay. some hills and, and this um and this is sorcerer and this is a card game from white wizard games oh yeah who i got, who I got to meet at essen which was really cool i got to meet debbie yeah and so um as as most people know i'm i like card games a lot but i'm really really picky about them <laughs> as in a card game has to be really really good for me to be willing to, to play it it has to fit together nicely and be fun to play yeah, yeah. and so white wizard games are known for making star realms and you know most people would have yeah. that as kind of a beginner game that's a great card game and i think if you like that and you want it like the next step up i think sorcerer is probably it and it comes in this giant amazing box i think it was kickstartered but everything in it feels ridiculously expensive that's the first thing i noticed about the box oh, i was yeah. like oh my god um and it's basically um it's a card game where you are two wizards and you're battling against each other okay it doesn't sound very original but what's cool is that there are characters and they have three different decks and you combine them in whatever way you want to build one deck okay and how it works is that you and the other wizard fight over um locations and so you play creatures and and you can have spells you know it's kind of the, the usual fanfare um to the separate yeah. locations and then you'll battle it out there so it means that the game doesn't feel very mean like normally when you're playing a game head to head it can feel really nasty you know yeah, i'll yeah. kill your creature or i'll do something to you but this kind of because you're fighting over a battleground is kind of i found it didn't feel very unfair um the artwork in it is stunning 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 it's really really pretty okay. and i love the way yeah. the cards fit together so your decks will have different themes and they'll do kind of different things okay and so we had a lot i had a lot of fun i had a lot of fun with it it really surprised me because i've never liked games where you fight over stuff in the middle with cards they've never the ones with lanes no, no, yeah, yeah. never yeah. never suit me and i don't know why i wasn't expecting much from it because probably because i hadn't heard a lot about it i knew it existed but i haven't seen anybody else playing it i don't really know why no, it's yeah. really really good and so i'm looking forward to playing some more of that and trying out some different decks but that was a really nice surprise um just this really deluxe looking box with these gorgeous cards and it was a, a really good game to boot so that that was my surprise from essa that was sorcerer okay so yeah. there we go <laughs> have we talked about enough games yet <laughs> i think we probably have i think we probably should we probably uh, move have. on to our next section yay So we've reached the last section of the podcast, our main topic, 
And what else can we talk about? I think maybe a bit late to the party, but we're yeah. going to do it anyway. We're going to talk about <laughs> Spiel Essen, the big exhibition in mm -hmm. Germany. I always think probably the biggest exhibition in Europe, maybe yeah. the world even. I don't know, depending on how you count it. Yeah, that's true. And I think I said last time that mm. I won't be going. And we were talking <laughs> about all the tips and tricks you should do. And Antoinette was looking forward to it. Mm -hmm. And as it turns out, I did go in the end. I was hey. very lucky. <laughs> I was offered the opportunity to demo a game by Mark Cook from Aircon fame and also Fog of Love. So, yes, I was there mm. to demo Fog of Love for... Yeah, I think I was there three days, uh, so I was doing the mornings. And I also turned up for the uh, Wednesday, which was still the setup day, to help with the sort of booth and all that, setting that up and yeah. getting, to, you know, getting to know the people and the team. And that was, yeah, quite an exciting opportunity to do that. So, um, you know, thanks very much, Mark. Really appreciate it. And yeah. um, thanks to the team as well. It was really fun demoing. It was one of the games I've never demoed before, so demoing a game was, was <laughs> new to me, but it's a really easy game to demo, really. It's really fun because okay. people sort of get into it. So, you know, if you want to play Fog of Love, I think you should. You know, here's a bit of <laughs> bit of plucking, <laughs> bit of advertising. <laughs> yeah, and if you want to play it in German, you know, play it in German. So that was, yeah. I think that was my lead-in as well because they're releasing it uh, in the German version mm -hmm. at Essen Spiel this year. And uh, that was a good opportunity for me to use my German skills as well and, and teach it to people in German. But anyway, that's enough about all that advertising. <laughs> so yes, I arrived on the Wednesday um, after an early flight over. I think I got to the halls about half 11 local time, something like that. Mm. And then we were just dealing with sort of the setup of the stand. It was all quite relaxed, quite fun. Cool. It was a great opportunity for me to sort of walk around the halls and get my bearings while yeah. there's basically no one around because mm. obviously the halls get quite busy. So I really enjoyed having the opportunity to have a look around and see where I wanted to be on the other days and, mm -hmm. you know, start ticking things off on my floor plan and <laughs> get to say, get a, get a feel for the lay of the land. Yeah. And then it was back to the hotel afterwards and I was actually quite pleased to see lots of other friendly faces around, you know, faces mm -hmm. you sort of know from Twitter and things. So yeah. the hotel we stayed in seemed to be the place for everyone who was, you know, either exhibiting yeah. or some sort of, um, social media person was there mm -hmm. and um, what was quite nice uh, there were three German people sort of joined me at the table in the lounge I was sitting there and they, you know, there wasn't much room that asked where they could join me and I said yeah sure no problem and they got a game out and I said oh what are you playing and they were playing Skull King so they mm -hmm. taught me the Skull King we played for a bit so that was you know straight into gaming you know <laughs> yeah. as you would expect at a gaming exhibition and that was that was really nice and then cool. yeah we move on to Thursday, and which I think that's when you arrived. Is that right? Mm, that's true. I I meant to ask you actually because you yeah. didn't know in advance that you were going to be going to Essen. No. How did like how did you cope with having to plan everything so quickly, <laughs> and then just go? Were you okay? Were, are you one of those people who just goes with the flow? You were like you were like yeah, I'm on board with this, or are you panicking a bit? <laughs> I was I was worried. To be fair, I mean I was thinking right. I don't know how I get to get into the halls because I didn't have an exhibitor pass or anything. So I kept emailing. Oh everyone said all right how are we going to meet up and i thought well i've got contact details that's fine i didn't obviously know the town itself i've never been to essen i didn't know the exhibition i didn't know where the hotel was exactly until i sort of googled it but you know again i didn't know necessarily how to get from the airport into essen but again you know you you look up these things and yeah. you get a rough idea but it, yeah, it was all very daunting because i thought okay mm -hmm. 
what if they don't have a room for me is that actually going to happen what if you know yeah. all these what ifs happened mm-hmm. in my head and i thought well if, this is going to be an yeah. adventure what's the worst case scenario is okay i can't get into the halls mm-hmm. i'm going to have a day in essen as a tourist fine and then if i can't mm-hmm. stay anywhere well okay i'll have to find somewhere and, and be awake overnight and, you know so we'll sort something out it'll be fine was the weather wasn't yeah. too bad during those days so i thought let's just do it but yeah i was i was rather worried so um, it was a relief when i mm-hmm. got into the halls and got into the hotel and it all worked out and yeah. uh, my wife was saying mm-hmm. right just do it you should do it just just go and we'll, we'll see what works <laughs> out you know you know this it's, yeah. it's a big mm-hmm. big town big city so you know you probably wouldn't get completely mm. lost if there were any problems you probably would find somewhere to stay you know even was further out so i wasn't you know i was mm-hmm. worried about it but i thought that'd be a way of, of doing this so yeah, yeah. <laughs> crazy good. adventure hey you cope with things on the fly a whole lot better than i do like <laughs> i knew for for months i was going and i like i took to my bed the week before we went i was so anxious like mm. i just had to mm. sh- i had to just shut myself in a bubble uh while preparing to go and try really hard not to think about the fact that we were going to essen yeah because i yeah. found if i thought about it then i would get worried and panic <laughs> so i'm delighted that you were just able to be like yeah we're going cool pack my bag off, well, off we go and yeah, I, was, I mean it, it, I it sounds <laughs> sounds like i was happy and all that but you know i was yeah, worried about it, it but does, i just yeah. i just thought right i have Ooh. to do this i just have to give it a go and you know it's yeah, yeah i mean okay maybe i should have panicked more <laughs> but i just thought no, well, this, this is an opportunity not. here and um i just yeah. i just have to go and I'm, I'm glad i did and i'm glad that i you know things worked mm. out um, but yeah, it could have it could have gone the other way, of course. So, <laughs> but I know what you mean about worrying about no, it no. ahead of it. And I didn't want to mm-hmm. again. I didn't want to think because I'm a, I'm someone who overthinks things as well. You know, thinks okay, I need to go from here to mm-hmm. there. What if that train doesn't arrive on yes. time? What if that you know yeah. all these what ifs mm-hmm. happened? Yeah. What if the plane is delayed? What mm-hmm. you know? So I even actually went yes. up um, to the <laughs> airport like the previous night. So I stayed there. So I knew that mm-hmm. if there's any problems with trains, I was already there. I just had to walk through security and get to the plane. Um, yeah. And I thought, okay, mm-hmm. I said to the guys at the other end, said, well, I'm aiming to be there this time, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. And they were flexible. So that was good. I thought, okay, I haven't got anywhere to be That's at good. a certain time. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I said, yeah, okay, so what yeah. you'll say if I don't have a hotel room, what, <laughs> what do I do? Yeah, <laughs> so what like, do I do? Just do it. Yeah, just do it. Exactly. Get on with it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I think the main things for me is that I was doing a lot um, like uh, getting to Essen and being there and things was a a bunch of things that were way out of my comfort zone not just one thing loads and loads of things that I I didn't normally do and so I was really anxious about it and I was very fortunate my husband came with me because I think if I'd gone on my own it would have been really overwhelming but just kind of going places tram you know tra- traveling through the the airport the trains and, and finding everything well i felt much better by the second or third day because i stayed from the thursday to the sunday i was much more yeah. settled after a few days once i kind of once i knew where everything was and i could always work my way around afterwards but like i've like people for me are really exhausting events are exhausting traveling is exhausting it was mm-hmm. a lot and i'm not i'm I'm still not sure how i i kept going the whole four days because <laughs> um, <laughs> So I, I, I arrived on the Thursday and we had to drive from Cork to Dublin, which is like 
three-hour journey in the middle of the night, so before before we even got on our plane. So by the time mm. we got to um, Essen, and we were staying out a little bit, like you to get two trams um, to get to the Mesa um, from okay. where we were staying. And by the time the time we got there, it was, it was like two o'clock. I was like eleven or twelve in the morning. We we're like, we're just gonna go to sleep. And I all I almost didn't go into the fair on the Thursday, but I knew that you weren't yep. staying around very long. And I was like, I have to go in, or I won't get to see Oliver. <laughs> so oh, we yeah, like we you. went. And we had a nap. I had a shower. And we got ourselves dressed, and we got and we got and we got in. And I'm no, I'm glad I'm glad I went. I I, I should have went, but it just I felt like a lot a lot of the the experience for me was about literally just telling myself to suck it up. I'm only here for so long, and to make mm. the best of it. Um. So did you <laughs> did you feel that having you know having me there, having someone there to to see, having the sort of mm. focus there, did that help at all? It helped. It helped. A li- it helped a little bit. But what I found was my Essen experience was I spent the whole time just going to visit people I said I'd go see. Yeah. And of course, this is awesome because I really, it, you know, what I had such a great time meeting people. I was really blown away by how nice everybody was, how welcoming everybody was. It was. Mm. It was just a really strange experience because these are people you know you might just talk to on the internet or somebody who's what like I had somebody um stop me and say oh I watched your video, and I was just oh, like nice, this is yeah. so weird. <laughs> <laughs> it was really weird but everybody was so lovely i think you can attest to that like board game people yes. are the best yes. in the world without Amazing. a doubt everybody was like incredible and i was really surprised because i didn't expect that i expected the things to be a little bit i don't know like i said i was going from person to person i almost expected it to be kind of formal yeah and everyone was just really friendly and relaxing and i was just the problem, I suppose, with me was I was I was already tired and like emotionally tired, so it was really yeah, hard yeah, yeah. to keep doing more things. So people were like, "Oh, come play a game with us, or come meet us here." And I just I could I just couldn't do it. Like I went to go to the Gaming Rules Meetup with you. I was going to go to the Gaming Rules Meetup. Yeah, it was really nice and to see you there. By the time we sat yeah. down and we 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 had it, yeah, like we finally got to meet. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> which is which is awesome. But like by the time we got there and we'd had some food, I was just like, I can't, I just can't do any more people. I was like, yeah, I have to yeah. go back, <laughs> which is really annoying because I went all, all the way. But um, I still, I like that, that. So that was mostly my Thursday was uh, finding you and then going into some of the other meetings I had. But like the spiel is yeah. just, ama- is, it's amazing though, isn't it? When you walk through the door and there's just all these people and they're all into yeah, board games, yeah. all of them. And, you know, you could just stop and talk to anybody. I found a lot of random people just stopped and talked to me about board yeah, games yeah. and things it was like nice. yeah, yeah. it was i know it's like going to another world it's now where everyone is in on the secret that you love yeah, <laughs> yeah. like I, I can say all these things and they mean things here yeah yeah <laughs> like I, I was it was amazing how was your thursday though because you were demoing most of the time right what was it like yeah, to teach so, people a game <laughs> i mean it was was very nerve-wracking to be fair um i was lucky that mm. i mean I, I i think i said before that i was uh, learning the rules from um you know rodney smith you, you know what you played uh, so i had an idea of how <laughs> it worked and all that yeah and then on the actual on the morning um i sat down with one of the guys who is basically more the part of the permanent team more and who's been demoing before and he said to me right let's just sit down let's do a run through to run you know help myself refresh my, myself how it all works and i thought oh, that's good so we we sort mm. of demoed to each other right. if you like so that helped me you know what, what we're that's focusing cool. on and the other thing is as i say this is a really good game to demo my worry was um so fog of love is basically you're role-playing a couple that fell in love and mm-hmm role-playing itself i thought okay we're in germany will people actually get into that sort of thing i don't know what it's like in this country i thought you know this this germans you know 
don't know. Um, but immediately, <laughs> the, the, the nice thing about this game is you, you sit them down. You know, so they're interested already because you know they obviously seen it and they heard about the German version. Because I think a lot of people have heard of the game, but maybe were put off by mm. you know having it only in English. So that was very good to pull in. But you know, they sit down, and the first thing they have to choose is whether they want to be male or female, or any other gender you know you basically mm -hmm. choose what they want to be you know non-binary as well I had a couple of people asking about that and you know you can basically play whoever mm -hmm. you want and that obviously yeah. usually for a lot of people already draw some smarts and there was a couple of guys you know friends and they you know basically played two men which is fine but you know they were in a romantic mm -hmm. relationship and then the next thing is i think you sort of choose your um job and then you choose for the other player some sort of characteristics and that already was like okay i'm gonna you know make you give you some you know crooked teeth or you know a very nice smile and mm -hmm. again it, they were getting into it and having fun and enjoying it so it was a real pleasure actually demoing the game because immediately people were smiling oh. and laughing there was not one person who didn't enjoy that experience even if they didn't maybe like the game by the end of it and it wasn't quite for them but just mm -hmm. this first experience of okay you know getting into it. So that that was really good fun but it was talking non-stop and being on your feet non-stop <laughs> and you know after yeah. what is it five hour shift you do get quite mm -hmm. tired and for yeah. me the Thursday was actually quite overwhelming and it's the first day of the show as well so I think it's probably extra busy so when I started walking mm -hmm. around the halls that we were in was fine I think halls five and six yeah. they were actually quite quiet mm -hmm. well they were busy but you yes. know compared to halls one mm -hmm. two yeah. which were absolutely yes. <laughs> packed i mean i was literally i thought i'd go through mm. there have a look there was a couple of companies i wanted to see another people and i basically gave yeah. up and said right okay i'm just going to go back <laughs> you yeah. know sit down somewhere maybe go to the back of the hotel i mean i, I bumped into you which mm. was nice on the way so we you know we, yeah. we saw yeah, each other yeah you spotted us that was yeah. amazing because <laughs> so i'd be looking for you and i was like i kept making loops back <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I was focused on the demoing and all that. But yeah, I mean, I was hitting walls of people and I thought, right, I I can't do this. So I'm, I was, you know, at that point calling calling it a day and headed off to the hotel, a bit like you, I guess. And I just thought, well, going to get ready now for the evening and, you know, was looking forward to seeing you and Brian and and just sitting down having a chat and yeah, you know yeah. catching up and you know seeing each other in person after talking to each other over the internet. <laughs> You're so tall. You're so much taller. <laughs> You're so Thank tall. You. <laughs> I look small on the pictures. And I was yes. looking forward to the gaming rules meetup as well. Even though a bit like mm, you I was thinking, yeah. mm, do I want to do more socializing? But I thought again, give it a go. I can yeah. just say I'm I'm going to go mm -hmm. back to the hotel if, yeah. if I don't feel like it. And I'm glad yeah. I did. That was mm -hmm. really good fun as well. There's awesome. a couple of people who mm -hmm. were demoing uh, Fog of Love as well turned up. So we immediately started playing games. A couple of other people joined us. And there are quite a few games oh. that were available at the show that we played and, you mm -hmm. know, learned a few things, said hello to Paul. And mm -hmm. that was actually very nice. And that was a really good yeah. part. But yeah, the, the exhibition itself, mm -hmm. like yourself, I just was <gasps> overwhelmed by the masses of people. Mm -hmm. I mean, I expected it to be busy, but not this busy. It was mm -hmm. like moments where I just couldn't move. You were just stationary yep. in this bunch of dozens of people and yeah. so i know where i want to go and you can't see anything either it's like looking up at the ceiling thinking <laughs> i need to head <laughs> yes. in this direction but i can't see ahead of me <laughs> yeah. because there's just people and mm -hmm. that was that was really wow. overwhelming so but again you know thursday <laughs> um happened and to say it was really nice to see you in the evening the evening yeah. part of it was the best part oh, of that day yeah, i think awesome <laughs> yeah i i agree yeah you were well worth going in to see <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason we went, wasn't it? <laughs> uh, 
that. Do you know that the best part, the best part actually is, is the fact that we met up and nothing was weird. It was just like we were we were talking as we always did. Yeah. And I wasn't yeah, sure yeah. how well translating, yeah, how well it would translate us just, you know, talking here in our microphones and things to being in the real world. I was like, well, we say hello yeah. and then it'll be silent. <laughs> but no, we were just like, we always knew each other. It was fantastic. <laughs> I was, I was, I was that, yeah, you're the only person I went out and did anything with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> and again as we were saying earlier everyone was very welcoming as well so you know you, know, you, you know right? some people from twitter or you i say no and sort of quotes really because you know, yeah, might have i know them, but me too. <laughs> you then see them in yeah. person and and on the thursday i just forgot actually another yeah. on the wednesday when i when i arrived so going back a day now mm-hmm. tom from uh, slicker drips turned up and he mm. just saw me in this and i saw him and i thought okay he probably doesn't know who i am but I know who yeah. he is and mm-hmm. he came yeah. up and we had a chat and I don't know whether he did recognize me I, I think he probably mm-hmm. did but anyway we had a nice chat and talked and again you think okay these mm-hmm. people that you sort of know in quotes they're actually yeah. very friendly and welcoming mm-hmm. they're, they're just people they just want to you know have a you know a chat and, and relax mm-hmm. and, and he was just mm-hmm. there because his hotel wasn't ready yet so he just thought he'd walk around the show a bit yeah. to get his bearings and yeah. and again throughout I think the whole event when you did talk to people everyone was just friendly welcoming yeah, and it felt natural exactly. to talk to them and as if yeah as if you'd yes. met you know not mm. you know not met them as for the first time but known them for ages yeah yeah exactly like I, I could have a list my arm long of the lovely people I met that I knew from you know knew from online and how nice they were to meet in person um, yeah. and how it wasn't weird at all because I thought it was really weird because I'd show up at people's stands I'd be I'd, be, I'd wave <laughs> and I'm like do they know who I am yeah. and then I <laughs> and then I'd like wave my badge a bit because I didn't I didn't have oh, yeah, I yeah. didn't have a badge like you did to get in I had my own bag so I would just like <laughs> yeah, yeah. just like fondle my logo and hope people would recognize me <laughs> and like yeah, do you do you know who I am because I know who you are maybe um yeah mm-hmm. like I did get to say hi to Paul in the end actually I met Paul in the tram on Sunday morning and okay, you know, he was hanging out with I- Isaac Childers David Turtsky and yeah. somebody else somebody else uh, but myself and my husband got on and I freaked out a bit when I realized it was Isaac Childers <laughs> my husband just kept laughing and I just kept he's like stop fangirl and I'm like stop it I can't help myself I'm just yeah. saying all these things <laughs> oh it was terrible um, I don't know if Paul was particularly impressed I think he probably <laughs> so was I just got on I was like hi Paul and I was like oh oh, it's you it's you yeah. and I, I shook hands with him <laughs> and of course I took no photos because that's the one thing I failed to do all weekend I don't know how people do social media and events yeah, yeah. I can't figure it out because like I saw other people like you would know so people like um, Ella from Ella Loves Board Games and stuff yeah, like that yeah, yeah. were going around and they were taking photos and selfies everywhere I'm like how do you you do this i can yeah, barely yeah. stand upright no one wants to see me looking like this in a picture i was just <laughs> like i took i did my best to take photos with my camera i hung my camera around my neck so i had photos for afterwards yeah but like this idea of chronicling it on the day as i went around was just preposterous mm, yeah. <laughs> i was just like no, i don't no. think any of these people had any sleep <laughs> they're probably you know working through the night I, yeah, posting all know. those photos and the videos i mean oh. but even just taking photos i i thought it was a bit odd you know yeah. i was thinking right i have to make a mm. conscious effort actually to take selfies with people yes i, I normally mm-hmm. don't because i thought I well yeah. i want to meet this person i don't want to go oh by the way can we have a selfie oh can i have um, a selfie but yeah. everyone was very happy to do that and you can still have conversations but <laughs> it was cute. like you know i was thinking i have to make a conscious effort to go mm-hmm. right okay i'm going to ask for a selfie yeah. so i can post it selfies. somewhere yeah uh, because no. you know otherwise mm-hmm. you don't get a chance to show to people yeah. who you've actually mm-hmm. met but it, it did feel a bit odd for me it's <laughs> yeah. not not in my comfort zone to ask yeah. for selfies and do those sort of things I the, the marketing 
completely. And the same with the sort of yeah. video chronicle. I was, you know, taking videos on the days <gasps> yeah, you, when I had a chance. You had a things, great but... video log. You should, <laughs> you should all check out um, Oliver's video log if you want to know what really happened. <laughs> yeah, thank you. you so I was, I had to force myself to to even do the video log, you know, to taking videos mm -hmm. and going around the halls. And even that yeah. felt unnatural in a way but i'm glad yeah. i did because yeah i did this sort of video log on my my other youtube channel my personal youtube channel um and i cut mm -hmm. a few things together but it's it's a huge amount of work so as you say i, I don't know yeah. how people do it they really must just sit yeah. there in the hotel room in the evening with their laptop and download mm -hmm. all the bits and pieces and cut them and get them ready <laughs> and upload them and yeah. and probably not mm -hmm. sleep so i, I can't do that I, i'm going to post afterwards <laughs> um, or maybe the odd one here mm -hmm. and there if i get a chance but yeah otherwise you know don't expect any exactly. sort of vlogs and things mm -hmm. on the day <laughs> exactly yeah exactly because i i brought my laptop with me and i brought my microphone and stuff like that and i was like maybe we can just film a little bit in the hotel room in the evening talking about what we did during the day yeah um yeah. and sure we never never got to any of that that was it that was also impossible but um <laughs> like i think one of the one of the big problems we had is that i my husband's allergic to gluten like to wheat and i'm allergic to dairy okay and we pretty much didn't eat for four days yeah that was our this was our biggest oh, problem no. as in i've never yeah. run on so little food in my whole life i was also really anxious so i was never hungry i was just panicked i just yeah, like yeah, yeah, that when yeah. I, I was there on the the friday and i survived on like a, a chocolate crepe the whole day that's all i had <laughs> Wow. Okay. i suppose if you've got any special kind of requirements or anything like that for for eating it's just it's not an easy place to go to and to be yeah. fair i think that can be true and i suppose any place yeah. you might go or, or any event but we had a particularly hard time finding it uh, like anything like we went to the supermarkets and stuff to get gluten-free bread and and whatnot but we're, we're the, when when everything was bread laden i was gonna was say hard. because because we talked about sort of, uh, this of allergies in our previous episode mm. about how to prepare yeah. for these things and i was saying yeah. you should be right but obviously i was wrong there so what you know what give us some idea of maybe what what you did do to try and get past that what what struggles <laughs> what did you did. have <laughs> <laughs> so the problem the problem we found was that a lot of the breakfast things were all very bready um especially if you wanted to get anything to take away from anywhere or things like yeah. that which is okay which was all right for me but but not for my other half so for instance just even trying to find um like we we stayed in, we stayed in a, in a, a hotel but it was very much like um a and b kind of and they had breakfast in the morning but it was a continental breakfast so it was all bread okay so we couldn't get like cereal and milk or things like that so we went to the supermarkets um and so we managed so my, my husband god love him survived on gluten-free bread and ham for like four days Wow. Okay. <laughs> and the problem was that i could get food to eat i'm sure like dinner time was the hardest we couldn't find anywhere that was just kind of like i don't know um so you might just be as well that he's quite picky. Um, he'd be the sort that would eat like, you know, meat and, well, meat and potatoes kind of person. Okay. You know, yeah, those yeah, people. Yeah. yeah, he's not very adventurous. So we'd a really hard, we'd, we'd a hard time finding anywhere that would just have kind of, kind of basic food. Mm. So yeah, we, we mostly ran on like no food, <laughs> the pair of us, because I felt bad eating without, without him. So we just started, yeah, yeah, we just, yeah. we just starved <laughs> together. But as we, as we said, like, if we were to go back next year, and I hope we would, is that we would love to get somewhere that has like a small kitchen. Yeah. That and that way we stuff. could just yeah. go to the supermarket and make stuff ourselves yeah. and we would be absolutely fine. But I was just, I was surprised I didn't see more options any, um, anywhere. Mm -hmm. But I guess, you know, that's a thing that's only really taking off even here in Ireland. I think we were a bit naive to assume we would find things. Like even, I'd say even if we'd gone to America to a convention, we would have had a similar issue. Yeah, yeah. Um, we just weren't prepared enough because I jokingly said we should bring you know rolls and bread and stuff in, in the suitcase yeah, yeah. and he was like no 
no, no, we'll be fine. It was not mm-hmm. fine. <laughs> uh, but we had a lot of fruit and we ate a lot of chocolate. <laughs> 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 That's <all> right, then. <laughs> um and things like that but it was it was a it was a big strain for the pair for the pair of us it was the, it was the only really thing that kind of ruined the whole yeah. experience was that we just couldn't find food i mean as you say though that <laughs> i think having something self-catering then sounds like the way forward because i, mean, I yeah. did something similar yeah. i went to the supermarket yeah. one night just to get something yeah. other than you know going into a restaurant and stuff like that and i think it's also yeah. hard going a bit further afield if you don't know the place so most of the time yes, you will exactly. stay around mm-hmm. near the exhibition space or you know wherever mm-hmm. you're staying in your hotel and things yeah. I, mm-hmm. I guess if you were looking further afield you might have been able to find something but it's obviously a lot yeah. harder because you don't want to you know you mm-hmm. you spent all day walking around the halls so you don't want to then travel <laughs> even further to find a restaurant yeah. that you know might deal mm-hmm. with what what you what you need so Oh, mm. that's that's really yeah. that's disappointing <laughs> to hear. I, I was hoping it would have been a much better experience. <laughs> well, we yeah, well we 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 survived, and like I said, he's kind of a picky eater anyway, so it was always going to be a little bit difficult. Yeah, yeah. But you know, like I don't think it destroyed everything. It was just the one the one thing that we just couldn't figure out. Like we were googling places to go, and as you said, we only saw a very small part of Essen. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure if we knew somebody who knew the area or something like that, we could have found somewhere yeah, yeah. to go. You know that you know that when we need. And also, this is our first year doing this, and it's probably it's the first time we've been on a holiday in a very long time. Yeah. So I don't think we were personally per- as prepared as we could have been, but okay, yeah. <laughs> but we survived regardless. <laughs> we, we 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 were we were all right. Like, um, I think so much about about Essen is preparing yourself or just getting familiar with the place. I think what everything seems so much easier once. We knew where things yeah. were or where we were going or I don't know if you felt like that, like after the first yes, day or yeah. so things just settled down a bit and it's a bit easier, Definitely. isn't it? And as I say, that's why I made an effort to go around the halls on the Wednesday when it was empty. Mm. But it's so different yeah. seeing the halls empty and busy. I was getting completely mm. disoriented just because it was busy. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, moving yes. maybe on to the mm. Friday, which was the last day for me. I know <laughs> yep. you carried on staying. Yeah. You know, the same sort of thing happened mm-hmm. in the morning. I was uh, just on the stand demoing and then Paul Grogan from Gaming Worlds uh, picked me up because we had agreed the previous night that, you know, he finished at two, so he was going to pick me up at half two when I finished. I was just finishing mm-hmm. a, a demo, so he, he moved on. We, yeah, he settled in, I think it was hole seven or eight, one of the empty ones, basically, where mm-hmm. there's just some tables. Yeah. And that was quite nice just to sit with him and some other people, and they were talking about board mm-hmm. games and things, and it was nice to relax. And then I thought, well, I need to now make up sort of lost time from yesterday. So I made a real <laughs> effort and I thought, well, I, I know how busy it's going to be. I'm just going to brace myself and, and go for it. And I must mm-hmm. say, actually, it was quieter on, on the Friday. I wouldn't say it was quiet, Friday. but it was it mm. was a difference. It was slightly more yeah. bearable. And I guess also, mm-hmm. you, as you said, you sort of know where you are and you can avoid the sort of hot spots and maybe find an aisle that's a bit yeah. further away, um, you know, from, from the busy stands where they were selling promos or whatever with the long queues and whatever it was. So, you know, <laughs> my husband loved yeah. those. <laughs> so you knew, knew which bits to avoid. And it was mm-hmm. quite nice to say that was my day when I was doing the selfie thing. So I went over to see um, Jess and Edward from Heavy cardboard and that was my favorite moment of the whole exhibition because you've got these <laughs> two greats i mean okay jess says she's not part of heavy cardboard i know she's she's obviously mm-hmm. a game developer in her own right and you know has done lots of mm-hmm. things but she's appeared a lot on the channel and that's where i mostly know her from and and seeing edward as well mm-hmm. you know two people come from over from america edward with this you know huge youtube channel you know and and immediately he made us you know there's a few other people waiting made us all feel at ease and said oh, okay you don't have to queue come over and we chatted and it was just you know nice mm-hmm that you know he was there and making us all feel very welcome and at ease and then Jess spotted me and there she 
walked over and said, oh, it's you. I have to give you a hug. And I thought, what? <laughs> well, you know, where's what <laughs> this come from? So that was really special. But to me, that, that moment sums up the whole event because everyone was basically like that. They, they would say hello. If they knew you a bit, they would have yes. a chat. You know, if they knew you from Twitter or something, even the people who didn't know yeah. you, they're all there just mm-hmm. having a chat about games and, you know, wanting to be friendly and helpful. And, and, and as I say, that yeah. moment summed it up. And yeah, I've, we chatted for a bit and I carried on. I, I said hello to the um, Dan and Connie from uh, Chai from uh, mm-hmm. Steve Chai. Games yeah. and had a selfie mm-hmm. with them. And I'm sure I'm going to forget some other people here. Um, and, you know, obviously, <laughs> oh, yeah, um, Emma c- came on actually on the Thursday as well. She she walked up to me yeah. and said, oh, it's Emma. I said, who? Mm-hmm. Oh, Emma. Oh, yeah, Emma. And then you had a... So, yeah, it was quite yeah. nice to have quite a few <laughs> selfies. But that, to me, that Friday was more about walking around, mm-hmm. having some selfies. And then I was also um, there to see the meet and play, which was in Room Europa, mm-hmm. a sort of a separate bit of the halls, yeah, right. which was mm-hmm. for all the sort of podcasters, YouTubers and people, mostly German. And I started listening to some of the German mm-hmm. podcasts and trying to make contacts mm-hmm. there. And I met a guy, um, Dirk from the uh, Stapel podcast who i met actually at uk games expo and we were uh we watched uh, uh, i think a demo to one of the games sanctum i think it was i, I can't quite remember so we saw him there and said hello and you know had a chat and again very friendly and you know all welcoming and unfortunately some of the other people that i wanted to meet there weren't there but again that was actually quite nice to see people actually sitting separately and playing games and having fun and i i'm thinking about doing yeah. that if i do go again next year which i'm planning to do actually book a table there i don't know how it works but by the sounds mm. of it, you literally, if you do podcasts or whatever, you can book a table and you, I think it's a couple of hours worth, you sit there and then people come up and hopefully you play some games or have chats. And that was nice to be away from the hustle and bustle of the you know bustle. busy exhibition mm-hmm. and just have this quieter area where you can talk and chat. And then it was back home to me. So it was just mm-hmm. all over. But the Friday was, in a way, um, a really good day to you know, see people and, and mm-hmm. say hello and but again, still bracing yourself with the huge amount of people. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love your idea of having the the table to sit and play at. Because myself, my husband joked that next year we would get a stand um, at Eshenshpiel okay. and we do a Kickstarter yeah. and we just put in chairs for people yeah, yeah. and tables, so you could just like you could or you could book a table or book a chair, just come in yeah, and sit yeah, down yeah. and take take the weight off your feet for a while because there's nowhere to sit in Eshen. No, no. <laughs> that's the other thing I learned. Like, <laughs> apart from all the crippling. Anxiety. I also crippled my feet. Yeah. I got like six blisters on the first day, yeah. and then I had to like suck it up for the rest of the uh, days. So, if, especially on the the Friday, because like quite a lot of people I went to see, it was like I have to get to this hall by this time. But I got and and then there's there's nowhere there's nowhere to sit in no. between. So I just kept finding all these like corridors to sit in. I found an amazing place in the Galleria where there's some steps leading down, yeah. and I was like, that was my hidden <laughs> spot to sit in because no one else would ever find yeah, it. Yeah. And I found myself I was like, I had to be like, I'm going through two halls and I'll do this, and then I'm going to sit here for like a half an hour and recover and then I'm going to get to the next two halls yeah. like my experience ended up like that because of my feet but um, I'm still amazed I did as much as I did actually because <laughs> it took me so long to recover when I got home I was like I am, there's something about the adrenaline and the excitement of being there yeah. that everything else in your life pales in comparison 
Like, I know for a fact if I tried to do all the stuff I did at Essen at home, just all the walking around and getting places, I would have been really upset and really kind of crippled. Yeah. And I was just magically able to do everything at Essen. I just had this this way where I everything, I could make everything better yeah, yeah. just by being there. Yeah, yeah. And I think, there's, I think there's something really crazy about that. And the, the other thing as well, because you were talking about how nice it, it was to meet people. And it's going to sound really egotistical, <laughs> but there was something there was something about meeting all those people that made me see something inside myself because I was a very different person at Spiel um, than I am normally and it was this really weird experience because all these people just see the bits of you you put out there Does that, if that makes sense, yeah, yeah. Um, or I do, I do feel like I'm very honest online. I really am very much me, and it was really amazing to have these people recognize me for me. Mm. I like it. It was it was it was crazy. Mm. Yeah, um, nice. um, just fe- just feeling all that kind of love and and good vibes yeah. really bolstered me as a person a bit. Nice. And I think that's the biggest thing I took away from Spiel yeah. was that I could be <laughs> I could be something other than I am the rest of the time. <laughs> Um, yeah. you know so like you talk about these lovely experiences you, you had like with heavy cardboard things mm. like that I had them with everybody I met I had like I had people just stop me from Twitter and be like oh you're you're Antoinette from so yeah. we just have a chat yeah. and it, as if it was the most natural thing in the world Um, and it's something I never do I never meet new people <laughs> so it was just it was, there's something very magical about that trip yeah. and I think there's something magical about Essen and the way people come together yeah 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 it was really cool so that was my Friday <laughs> <laughs> having life a life life changing moment nice, yeah. was it was it hard for you to go back early would you rather have stayed the other two days if you could have to be honest i think this time around mm. it was just the right amount of time i i don't Ooh. think i would have benefited much more from the extra two days because it wasn't enough planning to be done and i think i've learned enough to know next time how to actually go about things because as i said like on the thursday yeah. i was naive mm-hmm. thinking i'm going to go around see all these people is going to be wonderful and i was yeah. just overwhelmed by the masses <laughs> yeah. So mm. next time knowing that, I'd, I'd like to go for the full exhibition because then, you know, knowing now where things are and how they work and, yeah. and all that, I'd, exactly. I'd be much more productive and, and be able to do things that I was hoping to do this time around, but I couldn't bear doing basically. So even though, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm glad what I did was good and, and all was very productive. It was more of a sort of learning experience this time around. So the three days were mm. just enough for me, you know, the Wednesday, Thursday, just Friday. Mm-hmm. I don't think yeah. I would have benefited from, from any longer. But as I say, like you, when I came home, it's this sort of high, you know, I was was saying to everyone, it was probably the worst of shows because it was so much hard work and, you know, so overwhelming Mm -hmm. in some ways, but the best of shows at the same time because everyone was so friendly (laughs) and happy and Mm -hmm. you chatted. And as you say, it's like, like you've known them forever, even though you've just met them for the Mm -hmm. first time face to face at least. And it just all Mm -hmm. felt natural and and friendly. And and that was the main Mm -hmm. thing for me. So. So about your last two days and uh, the exhibition, uh, anything? My last two days. Um, well, the Saturday I didn't go in um, because at this point my, I couldn't walk. Um, and also Saturday is the busiest day. And I was like, I'm not doing the, the Saturday. I think it would have just been too much. Yeah. So my husband went in on his own. Oh. Though, um, and that was really exciting because I felt terrible for him because I, because I couldn't walk anywhere and I had to keep stopping the whole time. We didn't really get to do the whole we'll stroll around and stop here and look at this and try that out which i think spiel is really about yeah i had it regimented into meetings so it wasn't really you know like we were we, we were casual or enjoying it so my husband went off on his own 
and I sit at home watching some terrible British television <laughs> and because I, I got you gotta love that like the the BBC or whatever is always on yeah. foreign channels yeah, yeah. no matter where you go it's everywhere and so he went off and he was sending me Facebook photos he was sending taking photos and sending them to me back in the um, hotel room of what he was seeing and what he was doing and actually that's probably one of the highlights <laughs> I think I had because it was really fun to see what caught his interest or his eye you know and so i was getting pictures of like war games it was him posing with a llama um he had the picture of i don't know if anyone saw rush md was there and they had like um a a trolley gurney from a hospital with like a body on it and they were running around with that and he had pictures (laughs) of that and um and the best thing of course about having him there was he was able to carry any board games we got (laughs) (laughs) it was the nicest thing ever to just have free arms and not have to carry anything um uh, so that was fantastic but he had he had a bit of fun on the saturday as he said himself though it was really really busy even by like normal human standards he was like i was feeling a little claustrophobic uh, by the end because it would get very narrow like you said and people would just stop moving and you'd just be wedged you know between bodies so that was the the saturday and then the sunday i think actually was probably our nicest day because I'd had a day off to rest and settle myself a bit I didn't have as many people to go meet I had a couple of things to do in the morning Mm. and so I was able to actually like have a look around a bit more than I'd done before and I actually got to demo some games then as well okay yeah which was nice which was nice you know because I I thought that's what I'd be doing more of but it just it never turned out that way just the place is so big and there's so much stuff going on and you're like oh and I only five places to get to today that could take you all day (laughs) (laughs) you know it's just the way the way i found it i did have a really nice actually thing happen so out of all my list of people there was one person i hadn't gotten to yet because they were in hall three and hall three was nowhere yeah for whatever reason hall one connects to hall two and all this hall three is off by itself you'd never walk through it accidentally you have to purposefully go there (laughs) so i have no reason to go there except this so it was the last thing i did on the sunday and i went to meet um somebody who commented um a friend of mine roger and he comments on my videos and things but on my website so he's always and i know he listens to the podcast actually i think he's commented on a few things here and i always think it's so lovely and he got in touch to say he was going to be at essen and what stand he was working at um and so i managed to finally get there and you know when you don't know somebody from the internet you're like is this going to be weird yeah yeah yeah. because we hadn't really talked a lot or anything but he was so nice it was the i was just i was like why did i doubt board game people you know (laughs) of course he was lovely and he gave me a stool to sit on and we had a lovely chat and I bought some Aeon's End while I was there and it was just it was a really it was just a really nice way to end the the last couple of days it was just brilliant and of course the the, 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 one of the best things I think about going is that there's one plane that leaves Dublin to go to Dusseldorf airport right and so on the way over there was a bunch of Irish people on it and I recognised some of the gamers and you'd see them maybe sometimes going through the hallways but we were everyone was going home at the same time (laughs) so we'd like all the Irish gamers (laughs) hanging out together which was just kind of funny because it like there were uh, it, was, it was it was just a strange thing it's like i see we're all getting the same flight then we kept bumping into each other everywhere yeah, yeah. um but the sunday was definitely the, the nicest day for me the only thing i noticed was i thought there would be a bunch of bargains on the sunday that everyone would be clearing stock off and we were watching yeah, prices drop yeah. on certain items um but it was great if you spoke or played in german um all the, a lot of them a lot of the games there were in german yeah, yeah. and we had a hard time finding anything in english you know that was a bargain because that's what we were hoping for yeah, Sunday yeah. bargains but none of that but with um but like yeah Sunday was definitely the nicest day 
<laughs> not, not because we were leaving, but I think it just because everything had settled by then. I felt like I knew what it was doing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was all kind of chill and just nice, like the other day should have been. I think if I if I do get to go next year, um, I'm not going to schedule anything. I'll just yeah, I'll just, just yeah. wander around. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just wander around, and if I bump into you, I bump into you. But despite that, though, it was really lovely to have gone and met the people I met. Yeah, so yeah. it's 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 like catch twenty two. Maybe I'll be better prepared next year. But um, it's it's a balance, yeah, isn't it? It's, it's trying. You know, you mm. you probably do want to schedule some things in because you know everyone is in different places but at the same time you don't want to overdo it so Mm -hmm. but you know like yeah yeah, you know i think in in hindsight it was actually nicer just to do some things ad hoc but have an idea of of who you wanted to see or what what you know stands you might want to go to but not necessarily Mm -hmm. when because you do sort of have to go with the flow a bit you know i was thinking Mm -hmm. on the first day you know even when before i went okay i'm gonna go here 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 in this order absolutely fine Mm -hmm. and then you you get in there and i think right i can't get from here to here so i have to get to somewhere else <laughs> first and then everything falls apart yes. and you just do it you know yeah. as you feel like uh i ha- i have to agree with you it was it was like it was the both this really really tough thing but this absolutely amazing thing like i i find i found it funny because a lot of people came back from essen and everyone was like oh i'm so tired you know i'm getting they were getting this downer and i was on a high i just <laughs> yeah, i yeah. couldn't stop <laughs> buzzing yeah. i was i was so full of ideas i was full so full of energy Good. there was something about all of that really revitalized me and i was not expecting that yeah. it took it took a week or so for that to wear off <laughs> same here <laughs> so I, yeah. Jo- I, jo- yeah, I enjoyed it while i enjoyed it while it happened but i just i came back full with so many ideas and things i wanted to do and and yeah i don't know how else to, to, describe, to describe it other than really invigorating yeah. there was something yeah. about s and i felt that really lifted me up despite like i should have been miserable actually cons- <laughs> yeah. considering i'd know i'd no food and i couldn't walk and yeah, whatever yeah. else was wrong with me at the time but i was doing all this peopling i should have been miserable but i i was nothing but happy and i said i i said to my husband on the sunday i was sitting on the floor somewhere because i couldn't walk between the halls and i'm like this was amazing and he's like what <laughs> what's wrong with you and i'm like i swear i said this was great yeah. you don't know yeah. it now but yeah. it was great yeah. um and i totally was <laughs> yeah. say, it's, it's one of those uh, exhibitions that's really mm. hard work and really tiring and you, oh, you know, yeah. work a lot but at the same time, it's just the most amazing exhibition and yeah. you know, the most amazing feeling. And like mm. you, I, as I, I came away mm. thinking, right, this is great. You know, everyone's saying, how was it? And I said, yeah, it was really terrible in some ways and just the yes. best thing in the world mm. in other the ways. And overall, yeah. you're just mm-hmm. this buzz and this positivity and this, yeah. like I said, mm-hmm. you know, just, just, just as I say, there's the feeling of feeling part of this group and people being welcoming mm. and open and, and friendly and yeah. You know, it's just absolutely amazing. That's something yeah, I haven't felt amazing. in any other exhibition. So really, really enjoyed yeah. it. It was really, really fun. Well, it sounds like we both mm-hmm. had a good time, really, even though we had to get through some <laughs> tough <didn't>. barriers <laughs> and, you know, have yes. the scars to show for everything as well. But yep. <laughs> overall, we're smiling yeah. and happy and, you know, yeah, you've got lots of energy from it. So that's that's the main uh, thing. And we got to meet each other. Yes. So that's a very special thing indeed. That was worth the trip off. That definitely was. I'm really pleased that it all came <laughs> yeah. together. And it was really nice yeah, to see, see you both and just mm-hmm. say, just sit and relax and just chat with old friends, yeah. you know. Yeah, that's true. That's, that's very true. Uh, yeah, exactly. And hopefully we'll get to meet up with the UKG or something. I'm trying to yeah. see, can I get flights for cheap for that for a day trip or something? So If you can, Sailor, we'll definitely, I'm definitely planning to be there all of, all, all of the days. So oh, excellent. that's firmly in cool. my calendar just need to work out the details Yay. how i'm going to do it so yeah definitely go there brilliant yeah so the, yeah that that was us guys that was that was feel yes. 2019 <laughs> 
that, that is this year, isn't it? I'm not even sure what year it is. I think yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, that was this year. Ho- hopefully, we'll get we'll get to go again next year. And um, yeah, but yeah, that was that was. That was well, was, let us know what what if you went, how you felt, yeah. what what experiences mm-hmm. do you have? Did you meet yep. people that you wanted to meet, or did you throw out your plans as well and just? went with the flow you know what what happened yeah. do share because you know it's nice to hear what everyone else was up to and you yeah, know if definitely. we did bump into you drop us a comment and you know we we'll, yeah, can say, say hello hi. again and maybe as yep. i say we'll, we'll see you again at next year's essen or maybe some yeah. other exhibitions in between we really Coming lovely to say hello and if you do see us yeah. anywhere you know whoever you are do say hello you know i'll be wearing hello. my yep. probably my jump or t-shirt with a big tabletop games blog logo because <laughs> otherwise people don't know my face because i don't post it anywhere uh-huh. <laughs> but the logo will be recognized <laughs> and i'm sure internet mm-hmm. you know people know you from you know all your videos so they know what you look like and what you sound it's like weird, isn't it? <laughs> it's weird having strangers know you yeah. but yeah it's, good. <laughs> it's great <laughs> it's very good uh, well thank you for listening to the to this episode we we hope you enjoyed it i had fun making this one this one, this this was, one was nice yeah, that was, really was a good. nice end yeah. <laughs> nice you. end um i'm sure there will be more um episodes winging your way in the near future make sure to like and subscribe so you can hear the next one yes please. um yeah that would be that would be good um yeah and thanks for coming on this journey with us yeah it's been exciting <laughs> <laughs> cool well thanks very much as everyone said and uh, we'll see you in the next episode or rather hear you or yeah. you us whichever way around anyway yeah. thanks very yes. much <laughs> take care everybody bye